to the $100 MBA show, your daily business workout every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, I answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Frederick, and Frederick asks, Hey Omar, I've been running my startup for about two years. I run a YouTube agency, helping YouTubers create and market their content. I have some clients, but my business hasn't grown that much in the last two years, and I haven't made enough to replace my income at my full-time job. My question is, do I need to quit my job to see my startup succeed? That makes me really uncomfortable just thinking about it, but I wanna give my business a fair shake. Would love your advice, your take, or any experiences that you can offer to help me navigate my own path. Thanks, Omar. Love the podcast, especially Q&A Wednesdays. Thanks, Frederick, for your question and for the compliment. You keep listening, we'll keep on delivering episodes. Frederick's question is probably one of the most asked questions I get asked. Many people start their businesses on the side, just like I did. I side hustled for 10 years when I was a teacher, and they just don't know when to let go of the rope of their job and onto the rope of their startup. Well, in today's episode, I'm gonna give you some questions to answer to be able to come up with that decision. I'm gonna give you some options so that when you are taking that leap, you're not really taking a huge risk. You don't feel overwhelmed. You don't feel like what Frederick expressed, a bit of fear and anxiety. Also, is taking that leap really gonna help the business? Is quitting your job really gonna help you take the business to that next financial level? We're gonna get into all that and more in today's episode. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all-new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's gonna get you from zero to one. It's gonna get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, I side hustled for over 10 years, building businesses on the side while I was a full-time educator, full-time teacher at the high school and university level. I would spend my evenings, my weekends, my holidays working on my side businesses. And eventually, I did make the leap to full-time entrepreneurship. I did a few things to prepare myself, and I'm going to give you some things to think about and some questions to answer so that you can know if you're ready to do it or there are some things you need to have in order before you take that leap. The first thing I want to mention is your type of business actually does matter. So in Frederick's example, he runs a services agency, right? He helps people grow their YouTube channels, put them together, put the content together. I'm going to guess that Frederick does a lot of the work and puts in most of the time to pull off the service. So this is a time-bound type of business, meaning the more time he puts in, the more money he can make. 
And the more money he can make will allow him to take the next leap where he can hire people to do the work for him. But I'm here to tell Frederick, you don't actually have to wait to see your business grow. You might think you need to do the work. You need to systemize your agency and the tasks that need to get done. Why? Because you got to start putting on your CEO hat and not your worker bee hat where you have to actually implement the work, the creative work to fulfill the service for your clients. And this is what I would challenge anybody who's in the services as their startup to do. Take one client, one project and do the following. Don't do the work. If you were in hospital, if you were incapable of doing the work, but you have a client you can't say no to, you have a client that you're already committed to fulfilling the work, what would you do? Most likely you'd hire somebody to do it for you, right? You would outsource it. So what I want you to do is I want you to gain some client work with the understanding that you're not going to do the work. Somebody else is going to do the work. You're going to hire out for it. Even if it's just a freelancer that's going to fulfill the duties. And even if you are just the person that does the communication and delivers the work and works with the client, but the actual work gets it done by somebody else, you're going to start seeing the potential of scaling your business. Because obviously you're going to hire somebody who is going to do it for less than what you charge so that you can make a profit. Let's say, for example, you have a client and you charge $2,000 a month. Even if you get a freelancer to do the work that they have to do in the month for $1,500 and you make a profit of $500, you now have a scalable system. Every time you want to bring on a new client, you don't have to do the work. You're not time bound and you're not taking more of your time or needing to quit your job to make this happen. Now, the beauty of this is that when you scale, you actually lower your expenses. So that person that you hired to do one project, you probably could do two or three for a lower price per project or per client. So you're going to be making more profit per client. So I would first experiment with this first. I know it's a little bit scary, something a little different than you've done before. But if your business is ever going to scale, that's what it's going to look like. You might as well try it now while you have the safety net of your job. Now, if you have a different type of business that isn't services, like you sell products, you sell courses, you sell uh, software, you still need time to implement the growth strategies you need to make the sales, to run the webinars, to do the work to get your business to the point where it replaces your income, right? And there might be a gap between where you are now and where you need to be to quit your job financially. So it might be a few thousand dollars, it might be more. But the important thing for you to do is to know what that gap is. What is the actual dollars and cents? What's that number? Is it $2,500? Is it $1,000? Is it $5,000? That number is very important because it's your golden number. So you need to get to that number as fast as possible. How can you get to that number? Well, you can do what I did, which is the fastest way to get to that number, whatever that number is, and that is just to lower your expenses. I'm talking about your personal expenses. When I went to full-time entrepreneurship, I downsized my life tremendously. I didn't have a car. I had a one-bedroom apartment in a city. I didn't take any vacations. All my fun activities, all my entertainment was basically free, whether it was exercise or seeing free shows or movies or game nights. I just put myself on a financial diet, basically, now that the paycheck wasn't coming in. I gave myself a runway even beforehand so that I can pay for that new lifestyle for as long as possible. That allowed me to get to that number, to shore up that number very easily. 
Now, you might want to do a combination of things or you might want to just go full out, lower your expenses as much as possible. You can lower your expenses a bit and try to earn a bit more so that you can get to that number. But that number is your goal. Now, a little bit about lowering your expenses, changing your lifestyle. I know a lot of people are probably like thinking, Omar, I can't do that. Uh, it's so hard for me to think about this or even, you know, discuss this with my family. I can't just downsize my life, everybody around me, my family. I totally get it. But one thing I want to just communicate to you is that this is temporary. This downsizing, this changing of lifestyle is not a temporary thing. It's probably only for a year or two. And think about it. A year or two flies by, okay? The other thing is that most of the things you're going to be giving up, you're not going to really miss. And that's just the reality of it. I can tell you from experience. I didn't miss my car. I didn't miss the fancy vacations. I didn't really miss any of that stuff because... I was having too much fun building my business. I was in love with it. I was on top of the world because I got to do what I wanted to do. I finally was a full-time entrepreneur. Yes, if you are not single, if you are married, if you have kids, you have family, you have other people in your household, you're going to have to have a talk with them. You're going to have to sell them on this idea and say, hey, this is temporary. And you don't have to go as drastic as I did. You can literally just try to lower your regular bills, your regular expenses. One of the easiest ways to do this is if you're leasing cars or you're financing cars is to trade them in and just to buy a used car or see if you can have only one car if you have more than one car in your family. See if you can work from home, build your startup from home. A lot of people, they do that, they'll save a few hundred or even a thousand dollars a month. It's the regular expenses that make it hard to hit that number. And that's really where you want to cut out the, the regular bills. Now, Let's put all the finance stuff aside and let's talk about the actual startup that you're working on, on the side. You want to give yourself as much of an opportunity for your business to succeed while you're still in your job. You want to see how good it can get, how successful you could be if you give it all you got. And what I mean by all you got is you need to focus. I'm serious, guys. Here comes some tough love because most of us are not focused on that side hustle. We're not actually working when we say we're working on all those hours on our business. You need to cut out the distractions, the social media, the quote unquote, you know, research you're doing. You actually need to build and create and sell and actually get customers. This is what you need. Money is the lifeblood of a business. You need to be hungry for new leads and new sales every time you go to work on your business. If this means going to a working space or having a special room in your house so that you have a door to close and you're just distraction-free, that means putting your notifications off or do not disturb mode, do it. You need to spend quality time on your business. So if you're working on your business after work or on the weekends or on holidays, it needs to be super concentrated. And I got to tell you, when I did that with my own side hustles, that's when I got results. When I was just laser focused, I didn't allow anything to distract me where I actually did, you know, two hours straight of work, deep work. I plowed through my to-do lists. I was just relentless. I said no when people said, hey, let's go have some fun. Let's go out to eat. Let's have a coffee. I said, no, no, no. I was on a no train, right? I just said no to everybody because I got work to do. I got a mission. I could say yes to you once I'm out of this rut, once I'm full-time entrepreneur, once I'm, you know, doing well with my business. You got to give it your all. And most people that actually accomplish this find that they can take their side hustle to that level that replaces their income and comfortably quit their job. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. 
Support for today's show comes from Webinar Ninja. Know what really sells your product or service? It's not marketing or ads. It's you, your blog, your social feeds, your podcast. These are all ways we try to share ourselves, our value, and build trust with our audience. But what if you can go even further? What if you can connect with potential clients or customers in a way that's even more personal, more engaging, more effective? Well, that's where webinars and Webinar Ninja comes in. Hosting a live lesson, product showcase, or Q&A session is the best way to share yourself and prove yourself to an audience. But wait, you're thinking, aren't webinars a giant pain in the ass? Yes, yes they are, but not with Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja has one job, to make webinars easy for you. It's the user-friendliest software ever created for webinars, so you can focus on your audience, not the tech. And here's the best part. You can get started with Webinar Ninja for free. Every plan comes with a free 14-day trial. And because you're a listener of this podcast, we got a real special deal for you. Go to WebinarNinja.com and at checkout, use promo code MBA and you'll get 15% off your first month or your first year. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com. Use promo code MBA for 15% off your first month or your first year. Can't wait to see you inside the software and our community. To wrap today's lesson, quitting your job is scary. You know, it's steady income. Kevin O'Leary, you know, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank, he has a famous quote that says, the two most addictive drugs out there is cocaine and a steady paycheck. And he says that, you know, tongue in cheek, but it's true. It's very addictive and it's very, very hard to say no to a steady paycheck because it comes in every month and it helps you pay your bills every month. So you need to create your own steady paycheck with your side hustle. So you're not relying on your job and it's just gravy in a way for you to give yourself a little bit of a buffer before you quit it. Know your number, focus, give yourself enough time during the week, during the month, during the weekends to actually work on your business. Start thinking like an entrepreneur, like a CEO, start outsourcing things, even if it's at minimal profits, just so that you can scale. Thanks so much for listening. And thank you, Frederick, for asking today's question. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. I'll make sure to answer it right here on the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, right now, I need you to do something. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow on the podcast app you're using right now to listen to this show. By doing so, you get access to over 2,000 episodes in our archives. It also allows you to make sure that you don't miss an episode. It's also the best way you could support the show by telling the podcast app, hey, this show's pretty good. I'm following it. And if you have a minute sometime today, share it with your friends and family on social. Let us spread the word about the $100 MBA show. Thanks so much in advance for doing that. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Leaving your job and becoming a full-time entrepreneur is not a small deal. It's a total lifestyle change. Your life is going to change majorly, okay? So it's good that you're easing into it with a side hustle to have one foot on each side, but understand, prepare yourself mentally. When you do take that leap, things will change for you. You will be fully responsible for your own financial success, for your own financial well-being. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You got to be comfortable with knowing that, hey, no one's going to rescue you other than yourself. That might sound scary, but every entrepreneur has to go through that mental shift in their journey to success. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.